What do farmers sound like? And uh, just stick them around and then, and then put them in the truck and put it, get the dog to root them. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> I gave it my best shot, you guys. I'm sorry if I offended any farmers or any dogs. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kirsty. Hi, my name is Jim. And, and we're, we're trying, trying to escape, escape Hamilton. Hamilton. Well, we did another escape room. We did um, at Escape HQ again. Yes, so this is our second time there. It's our second repeat attendance at a place. Yes. And the name of the room was Udder Graziness. Yes. It is, I have to say, the first dairy and cow themed room that I think I've seen. I'm... Certainly the first that I've been to. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure there would be too many more in existence. No. No, no it would be very moonique. <laughs> a very... I'm trying to work in a queer and steer, but I don't, I don't think that works. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> well, I thought... Your effort was cow mend a bull. <laughs> it's a very silly room. It's very silly. Oh, man. There's a lovely little cow touches. Nope, that's not what I was trying to say. Well, there are, there is cow touching. Mm. Um, we touched some cows. Yes. Not was... real cows, just prop cows. Yes, they were prop cows. Yes. Thank um, God. I, I feel like we have skipped straight into the room. You mm-hmm. know, let's just follow that impulse. Well, we can do all the preamble later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was a really wholesome room. Lots of uh, little puns here and there. Mm-hmm. As with the dark side of the room room that we did, which was our first episode, there were lots of very in-theme uh, puzzles. Mm-hmm. And all, all the puzzles were very uniquely themed to the dairy theme. They all complemented each other really nicely, but without repeating each other. They sort of really thought about what are all the different aspects of a dairy farm that we could use, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. And I also think that this escape room would be quite suited to somebody who enjoyed cryptic crosswords. Oh, really? Because, yeah. Um, you know, think about that very first clue. It was yep. a word clue. Mm. Mm. That we can't tell you about, but it it was a word that gave us a clue to put a thing on top of another thing. I thought there were a really nice variety of puzzles, that there were some word ones, there were some number and logic ones, there were some dexterity ones, mm. there were some physical things where you just needed to work out what needed to be done. Yes. I also liked that they really played with scale, that there were some life-size cow things. Yes. There were some miniature farm things, Mm. different puzzles to solve at different scales, which gave the whole thing a very whimsical vibe, in in a way that it was very family-friendly. Yes. And when we did the Dark Side of the Room Room, there was a group of kids next door playing this room and they were having a wild time screaming and running around like, I told you it was that number! I remember that. Yeah. 
which is interesting because this is actually the harder of the rooms, I think. They had a little difficulty rating. Mm. Um, so a lot of... Let's talk, let's talk about this. We've not talked about this yet, is that all the places that we've gone to have had difficulty ratings out of five. Yes. But none of them have been like, this is a one out of five. No, they seem to start at three. I yeah. would be interested in what a one out of five room would look like. Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of how video game reviews and album reviews sort of exist between 8.0 and, like, 9.9. Mm. Or maybe 10. Like, calling a game 8.5 or an album 8.5 is sort of slamming it mm. in a way. So it's interesting that they sort of just use this one bit of the scale. And I also am just curious how they decide that, like, this is a three versus a four. Mm. Or, like, some places we've seen have had, like, three and a half yes. versus four. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you decide that? Well, I, I feel like the answer is you vibe it. And to me, it did feel slightly harder than Dark Side of the Room. But, but. also, we, we breezed through it a lot faster because I think we're now familiar with Escape HQ's style. Yeah. Yeah. And... I think we just had a really good run. Mm. Yeah. Mm. We had some snacks beforehand. We had snacks beforehand. And also, just before we were going in, we reminded ourselves of some of the things that we needed to remember about Escape HQ's style that would help us. Mm. Escape HQ has uh, a few combination locks, mm -hmm. and um, they are usually a non-sequential room. Yeah. And the puzzles are usually practical. Mm, there are some practical ones. Mm. And you're able to take things off the wall. That's encouraged. Mm. Anything that you're not supposed to take off the wall will be screwed down. Yes, I think we had a wonderful flying start because we reminded ourselves that we are indeed allowed to take stuff off the wall. And so the first thing we did was see what came <laughs> off the wall. Yeah, try and yeah. destroy everything. Yeah. Well, no, not try and destroy everything. You just sort of, you have, you develop a technique of kind of trying to remove something from the wall, but, but very gently. And yes. usually that's enough. Yeah. Mm. Although there was one point where we found a tool that helped us undo something mm. and then the thing that we'd undone wouldn't move and we like sort of shook it back and forward and like oh well I guess that's stuck then yes huh. not, we're not supposed to go into this room yeah and then you actually had to move it side to side yeah um thankfully the puzzle master was keeping an eye on us and he said hey have you taken that lock off and we said yes and he's like well, you just have to give it a pull. <laughs> yeah. And then we were in. Yes, then we were in. And as with the dark side of the room room, there was a lot of humour and whimsy in mm. here, mm -hmm. both in sort of little details here and there, but also in the types of puzzles that they have that require lateral thinking, where, like with the previous room where getting in, I sort of went, oh, we're going to have to do this, mm. um, and made a flippant joke. The same with this one is that we got... A, a tool unlocked and it was like, oh, we're going to have to do this. Yeah. And then it turns out that we did have to do that. Yeah. Um, I think this room is family friendly in that it has jokes that kids would like. Mm. And uh, there was a butt joke. 
<laughs> and I, I think if I was a kid, uh, that would be the funniest thing I ever saw. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm. The other recurring feature from other rooms that we've done, uh, this time going back to the Tzolkin <laughs> room at The Escapists, uh, is that there was a notebook that had all the clues in it. Yes. And all the clues were at the back. And so yes. once again, I started at the front and sort of flicked through the pages and I was like, well, there's nothing here. And then put it down again. And then you picked it up, went to the back page and found <laughs> all the information on how to solve the puzzles. Oh, yeah. Um, and I immediately gave it back to you because you can read. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, yeah, the puzzle took us to the wall, which took us to the first clue, and then we were flying. Yeah, we, 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 all the way home. We, <laughs> we are going to boast here. Mm. We solved this room in the third fastest time. Mm-hmm. Either ever or since they started the new piece of paper. Yes. But we got through it in 41 minutes, 55 seconds, which is the third fastest time which is very satisfying. Yes, it is the second time we've got on the new list of a room. And w was it just last episode that we got on the new list? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And and the time that we had for the dark side of the room room was like sixth fastest or something yes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a shame that we've now done both the rooms at Escape HQ because we seem to be good at them. Yes. But they are developing a new, not a room, but an experience where you, he, uh, he described it as an uh, amazing race type experience mm -hmm. around have Hamilton. You watched the have you ever watched the ma Amazing Amazing Mace? <laughs> have I watched Amazing Mace? Yeah, have you watched Amazing Mace? Uh, no, I haven't watched Amazing Mace. Well, we should, we should, we should watch the Amazing Mace so that we can do it. Yeah, Better. well, I think given the fact that we enjoy Survivor would probably mean that we would enjoy The Amazing Mace. Going back to the room, there was a big difference between this one and the Dark Side of the Room room, which is in the Dark Side of the Room room, there were lots of clues to do with music, and I had a bit of an advantage because I know some music things, so we were mm. able to get through some of them a little quickly. But this one was about dairy farming, and i got to say... I do know more about music than I know about dairy farming. Yeah. Same. So I, th I think we were at a bit of a disadvantage yes. in this one. Mm. How, how much do you know about dairy farming? What are some things that you know? Um, the, the cow eats grass mm -hmm. and then makes milk. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, that checks out. Oh, and this reminds me, the room was a little messy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. It it was the first room I've ever been to where you might get a little disheveled. <laughs> I think we can say you a cow. You a cow. It's but you a cow. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we'll edit that out. Um, I, like we won't tell them why you're a cow. Yeah, but I, but see, it was like such a nice surprise to it get was. in there. So I think I'll just cut that out. All right. Suffice to say, this room was a little messy. Mm. You might get wet. <laughs> see, I'm a complete novice when it comes to dairy farming. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a city kid. Yeah. And whenever Kirsty and I are driving around the countryside here in New Zealand, uh, I'm regularly going, oh, look, there's cows. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, it's it's nice at the moment because all the baby animals are being born, and so you do see lambs and calves, and you even see foals. We saw some piglets. We saw some piglets. Oh my gosh, they were so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So just my point about the messiness is, I thought that was quite brave on the part of the game designers. To put kind of a wet element into the room. Well, it also contributes to the family friendliness. Like it's a fun, silly thing to be able to do.、Mm, yeah, and even if you're not、uh, particularly good at solving cryptic clues, it's、uh, a it was a labor that you could perform to contribute to the result of the room. Yeah, and while I was while I was sort of working on this bit. Uh, I noticed that there was a word puzzle on the other wall of this room, and so I was solving a word puzzle and、yeah. giving Kirsty hints on how to like rearrange the different pieces while also fucking a cow. I'll just bleep that out. <laughs> so, Speaking... oh, no, you go first. Oh, I was just going to say that that was a puzzle that I really enjoyed.、Um, were there any that we didn't like so much?、Uh, well. That's a good cue for us to go to the hinterland. Hey, Hig, hop in, get in, loser. We're going cluing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a car. Honk honk. That's Regina George's convertible right there. If there's a clue you don't understand, come with me to hinterland. We've talked previously, although never in a hinterland, about the hint system at Escape HQ, which is take as many hints as you want. Yeah,、and、I love it. That suits me down to the ground, and they do a nice combination of sometimes there are clues that are pre-written and appear on a screen. Sometimes you can ask for a clue and you will get a bespoke hint back.、Mm. Sometimes、uh, we had one point where, like Kirsty said. Uh, the person running the game contacted us to give us a hint because、yes. they saw that we should have got something, and I just think it's a, a neat system because、mm. it, it's fun. It takes away the competitiveness of it. Yeah, it was good because we had two clues where we were stuck that came up on the screen, and they were very good at pointing us where we needed、mm. to go. And then the third time we asked for help, a puzzle had stopped working. Yeah. And、uh, one of the pieces had gotten stuck. Yeah. And the puzzle master came in and turned it on again. Something I was just thinking about the fact that they don't have a limit on the number of hints you can get is that on the numeral list that was printed out and on the wall, there weren't that many people who had successfully gotten out of this room. I think it was like twelve.、Mm. And maybe that's since they. Were taken over by Escape HQ、um, after being perplexity, which is only a few months. But you would still think it would be slightly more than so. Maybe it is a very hard room,、hmm. and people aren't getting out of it at all. Maybe I, I would need to see some stats. <laughs> I want the stats and these pictures of Spider-Man on my desk by five <laughs> p.m. Get me the data. Get me the raw data. Jim looks very scared. <laughs> I, I, I don't have the raw data. Why don't you? Why do you、them? want the raw data? If you were a bossy editor, wouldn't you want someone to turn it into a nice pie chart? Hmm. 
Well, I've heard a lot about how interpreting data is quite a subjective thing, and so I think if I was Jameson, I would want to interpret it myself so that I could put my own spin on it. Okay. Mm. Anyway, I feel like we've wandered off topic. No, somewhat. no, I do want those pictures of Spider-Man, and <laughs> I want them raw. I, I don't want any Instagram filters on my pictures of Spider-Man. I, I want to do it myself. You're going to get your Photoshop qualifications. <laughs> Lightroom, please. Lightroom. <laughs> Um, this episode is brought to you by Lightroom. I'm dropping this in in the hopes that Adobe will offer me a free subscription to Lightroom, because right now I can't afford it. Yeah. Please. Help. So there's a lot of things to like here in this room. Um, was there anything that you weren't as much of a fan of? Well, okay. It's not that I didn't like it, but... I found Well, that's that... not an answer to the question. I, w I want to know what you didn't like. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Please continue. Okay, here's what I didn't like. Um, and so you may know, or you may have picked up from our Instagram, that I like to dress in theme for a room that we're going to. And we had recently done a room at Fun Zone where I was too hot and, mm -hmm. and it was very stuffy and sweaty in the room and I didn't like it. And so I dressed rather lightly. I, I wanted to be light on my feet. I wanted to be agile. And we got in there and it was freezing. <laughs> it was so cold in there. And I appreciate the fact that they put on the air conditioning because they knew we'd be running around, maybe getting a little bit hot and sweaty. But it's winter in New Zealand, guys. It's cold. And so maybe just, you know, kick it up a degree or two. It didn't have to be that cold. <laughs> So what we need is now raw data on the average temperatures of escape rooms. Mm. If you had to pick a temperature for an escape room to be, what would you choose? 21 degrees. I was about to say 21 degrees. Hey. Have we had a conversation about the ideal temperatures of theatres? Yes, we have. Okay, right. Mm. So were you saying that just to appease me? No, no. I, I believe that the ideal temperature for theatre is 21 degrees. Wow, we're so in sync. I know. We finish each other's sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I I was debating about whether to say sandwiches like the song, but then I thought maybe not. But I made that decision halfway through the word, you know? Yeah. 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 You, you were on the journey with me. I was. Mm. I, just the eye contact we had. <laughs> that was happening. The listeners can't see it, but... It was so pure. It was. I could, I could see the thought process as it unfolded. Oh, you could? Yeah. Ah, you read me like a book. I read you like an audiobook. Well, I, like I, I read with audiobooks. You can read actual books. <laughs> but I don't. I'm on my phone. <laughs> I'm on my phone. That's how I read books, through my ears. But I wanted to talk about this room, in my view, has like two stages. Yeah. And we, like, rocketed through the first stage, which was a very traditional escape room structure. Mm. Get a clue, solve it, get a clue, solve it. And then the second stage of the escape room was kind of dexterity, but also mm. kind of, like, spatial awareness and teamwork. And ugh. it required... Ugh, gross. It required incredibly intense focus and you guys know I'm dyslexic I'm also slightly dyspraxic 
And so I had to remember like directional things and I can't, I, I can't remember directional things. As soon as I stop using a thing, I forget what direction it goes in. And so I yeah. found this very challenging. I don't think that was a you problem because we, sorry, I don't think that was a moo problem <laughs> because we swapped halfway through mm. um, and yeah, I was having difficulty with those controls as mm. well. Mm. Um, yeah, and I I still enjoyed it because this particular puzzle was very adorable. Mm. But I was also a little bit stressed that I would get frustrated. Like, I, was, I wasn't frustrated, but I was worried that I you would become... You were walking the tightrope. Oh, I was on the razor's edge, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> it was... It was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, that puzzle was the feeling of solving it was like euphoric, mm. but the frustration of it going wrong um, wasn't really that enjoyable. No, I I think it's a huge risk to put something like that in your room because it has the potential to turn teammates against each other quite quickly. Yeah. Well, I think also that... How do I describe this without using spoilers? You can just bleep it out. Yeah, okay. There was a way in which there were a finite number of that you had to get into the And so if you knocked over all and got them stuck, there was potential that you wouldn't be able to solve it. Mm. And that was the thing that was frustrating. I think generally this is starting to become more about game design than like necessarily escape room design. But in game design, you want the mechanics of the game to be enjoyable in and of themselves before you think about what the goal of them is. Like it should just be an action that's fun to do. Mm. And while the aesthetics of that mini game were lovely and while the feeling of achieving it was great, the actual feeling of doing it itself wasn't that fun. No, it was very stressful and we were quite exhausted after yeah. the euphoria we both crashed yes and that could have been all the cake we had before all the sugar wearing off who knows who knows, who knows? <laughs> and the other thing that i want to talk about this is the only other thing that was sort of disappointing to me about the room is that it was introduced as you're going to try and escape the room and discover the story, I think were the words that we had as we came in. I can't remember, but it was definitely said that there was a story. Yes. But there wasn't really that much narrative to it. It was sort of a list of things that needed to be done. Yes, it was less of a story and more of a to-do list. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's... I, th I think to get to a rating, mm. if that's okay, yes, um, I'm going to give it four and a half squeezes of old Bessie's titties. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't think about what I was saying. I forgot the word udder. <laughs> it's in the room name. <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about a cow. I was talking about Grandma Bessie. <laughs> I'm going to give it four squeezes of Grandma Bessie's titties oh because um, uh, I'm going to give it four and a half squeezes of Grandma Bessie's titties, um, taking off a quarter of a point because we were told there would be a story and there wasn't, and a quarter of a point for the frustration of trying to ma move uh, 
things around in that last game. No, wait, manoeuvre. What would you rate this room, Kirsty? Oh my goodness. Let, let me just take a second to collect my thoughts after uh, Grandma Bessie's titties. <laughs> <laughs> she has that effect on people. Oh, Grandma Bessie, what a fox. Um, oh, I would have given it a five pints of milk, but it was too cold in there, <laughs> so I'm going to give it four and three quarters pints of milk. Cold, creamy pints of milk. Cold, creamy pints of Ice milk. Ice cream? We have five ice creams? Uh, full cream pints of milk. <laughs> well, I think that's going to moo it for us for today. We're going to um, think of some more cow words. What are some cow words we can have? Angus. Uh, beef. Calf. Well, bef- we're going... Well, hang on, hang on, I've got this... Well, we're going to see you next week, but before we say goodbye, Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Escape Hamilton, and as we always say to finish off these episodes, cows drink water, water. and so should you. Drink a glass of water. Yeah. Bye. Bye.